Friends, welcome to this episode of Leadosophy. You're here with an open mind because that is the rule, not the exception. We had a lot of open minds in the uh, or across the state of Indiana. That's what today's episode is about. Heartwarming story is what Leadosophy calls it. Leadership programs countywide in the state of Indiana. On my precursory search, there are probably more other states, but I want to talk about, I'm going to read a couple of newspaper articles coming out of Indiana over the last couple of years and talk about my thoughts on leadership programs and what they can do for, for communities. Again, outside the walls of the workplace, we have leadership spilling outside of the job site, which is a good thing Leadosophy believes. Hope you enjoy this episode. Here we go. Are you ready to permanently fuse leadership and philosophy? Then a word of caution, you are about to enter the fully abstract yet wholly concrete realm of leadosophy. Our ideas are not always so clear and distinct. To validate this proposition, we welcome the host of leadosophy, Tim Wood. All right, friends, welcome back to Leadosophy. Leadership in Indiana. That's what we're going to talk about today. Leadership might inherently be a problem-solving concept at, at, its, at its foundation, I think. Leadership and problem-solving. Trying to get, as a collective unit, how do we get from X to Y? Where are we? What's our current reality? What's our current problem? And what are we aspiring to? Where do we want to go? And when I say collective or collectively, this implies togetherness. Maybe that togetherness is superficial and short-lived, or maybe it's kind of like wound tightly and it lasts a long time. I say this often, it's the, the relationship between two people. Again, absent a human-to-human relationship, there is no leadership or leadership ceases to exist. We are social animals, are we not? We are stronger together was a motto that we came out, came with, came up with when I was in chiefs Academy or chief coast guard chiefs camp back in 2006. And we are stronger together. It may be a tired motto or kind of a tired cliche, but you can't devalue the importance of synergistic teams that work together, whether that's solving thorny problems or achieving collective goals is a real thing. Stronger together is a real thing. And again, every class that goes through Coast Guard Chiefs Camp is required to come up with some sort of team leadership motto, and that was ours, We Are Stronger Together. Must have stuck with me, because I still remember it after all these years. There are so many things that we can't accomplish on a solo mission. That's just a fact. We need others. We have to work together with others. And anytime you're working together with others, to achieve something, leadership will emerge somewhere, somehow. It will emerge. And I'll talk a little bit about that after I read a couple of these newspaper articles. That's right, we're going into the, the Wayback Vault newspaper articles. Newspaper articles. I belong, I subscribe, got a little side note here, I subscribe to a website called newspapers.com. It's pretty awesome. It's got newspaper articles that go back almost three 300 years, all the way into the 18th century. A lot of those are over in, over in Europe, a lot of England, things like that. There's a lot of newspaper articles from over in that way. 
But there's a lot of, in the United States, there's a lot of newspaper articles from, from communities is when they started forming in, you know, the late 1800s when they were, or late 1700s, early 1800s when they, they started uploading, not uploading, they weren't uploading newspaper articles in 1800. That obviously did not happen. But newspaper articles were, you know, becoming more widespread and, you know, talking about community issues, whatever. So there's a lot of these newspaper articles from way back that are uploaded now onto this website called newspapers.com. So check it out. Highly encourage it. They are in no way, shape, or form sponsoring this show. It's just a happy little thing I stumbled on a couple years ago. And you can learn a lot of a lot of really interesting information from newspaper articles, especially the ones that are one or 200 years old. A lot of fun. Anyways, I have digressed. Multiple counties in Indiana have community leadership programs. And again, this may be, there's probably other states too that do this as well. But when I was doing some research on leadership in the newspaper world, there's a bunch of newspaper articles that started popping up from Indiana. So I just kind of went with it. So there's a lot of civic leaders in counties across Indiana that realize leadership is needed, was needed within their respective communities. And I was, again, pleasantly surprised to see so many leadership programs across the state of Indiana. And some of these leadership I think what, what I realized or what I've discovered is mo- a lot of the, some of these leadership programs started back probably in the 80s, late 80s, early 90s is when they kind of really took hold. And some of these leadership programs have been going on now for almost four decades, four decades strong. So the first newspaper, it comes from Columbus, Indiana. It's out of the Republic. It's a story written by Kirk Johansson. And it's from 2019, June 1st. Title is Building on Cities Leadership Legacy. New coordinated system will help Columbus leaders learn what's next. Organizations within the community that want to develop leaders have a new, more coordinated op- option for doing so. Leadership Bartholomew County. Shout out, Bartholomew County. Shout out. And Civic Lab ha- have announced the creation of the Columbus Leadership Development System. It's intended as a comprehensive approach for developing individual organizational and collective leadership skills. Previously, different leadership development programs existed separately and were loosely connected with the community, said Jack Hess, executive director of Civic Lab. The article continues, Leadership Bartholomew County, which offers an eight-month course to develop local leaders and youth leadership, Bartholomew County have provided training for adults and students, but they have operated independently with their own boards. Now the two programs and other leadership training programs will work within a system that's based on the values, practices, and collaborative principles known as the Columbus Way. And I break here for a second. The Columbus Way, you, you, you inject some sort of motto that something can hold on to, a, a short little three-word vision for people to strive for. You know, it's giving p- people a, a destination to go. I like that. The, the idea is to provide a leadership training pathway for participants. Those that go through LBC, sometimes there wasn't the natural what's next. This gives participants, no matter where they enter the system, an opportunity to continue. The system will offer training in three traits of leadership, has said, which are individual, organizational, and collective. Individual training will focus on building the capacity of residents to contribute to their community, be effective in their jobs, and serve in leadership roles. Leadership Bartholomew County and Youth LBC are programs that will teach those skills, as will Discover Columbus, a one-day course that teaches individuals the story of Columbus and the value that make it unique. 
Now that that's a very important point because you're going to see that in the next article when you talk about the Discover Columbus. What they're doing is they're they're connecting people to the to the place they live. They're showing them the history of it, the things that make it operate smoothly, the different communities within the community at large, the different the, the ethnicity, the background, the diversity. They're connecting people through the knowledge of their of their county, which is really cool. And again, it gives people some sort of ownership. You know, well, I'll end this with some final points on on what I got from these two articles, but that's one of my my analysis points is they're connecting people to the place they live, which I think will strengthen or increase the chances that the people will work together to solve problems. Organizational training will focus on teaching individuals to lead organizations and build the capacity of organizations to meet their state of Michigan missions. Programs will focus on board governance, director development, community support, and new employee integration, and using a common approach to address challenges. Collective training teaches individuals to collaborate with others and builds the capacity of organizations in the community to work towards common goals. Hess said workshops will be conducted over the summer to educate local, educate local organizations about the new leadership training system and its opportunities. The idea for creating a comprehensive leadership training system started in two ways, with leadership Bartholomew County re-examining how it operates. And it goes on to talk some more, but I want to go to the, to the next article. So that's Bartholomew County. Shout out Bartholomew. The next article comes from, let's see... The Daily Reporter, Greenfield, Indiana. This comes from Thursday, June 9th, 2016. The title of the article is Leadership Graduates Graduates Gathered it to Celebrate 20 Years. This is written by Caitlin Van Overberg. This is out of Hancock County. The story goes, Against a rural backdrop with rolling hills and the sounds of a tractor breaking through the silence. My wife is having visions of Indiana cornfields. Doctors and lawyers, police officers, and business owners, they shared one commonality, membership in an organization aimed at bettering this place they call home. As leadership Hancock County marks its 20th anniversary, graduates and community members gathered this week to commemorate the organization's successes over the last two decades. Leadership Hancock County is a nonprofit that calls residents to brainstorm options for tackling community issues and learning leadership skills. The organization was formed in the 1990s with the mission to inspire residents to foster the traits needed to take on positions of power within the community. Interesting. That's a very interesting sentence. Take on positions of power. The article continues on the next page here. The thread that ties us together is leadership Hancock County, said Jarrett, the area director for United Way of Central Indiana. Each year, program leaders divide the the year's class into groups, which are then assigned to work on projects that address an area of need in Hancock County. Often these projects benefit an an area nonprofit. Topics addressed in the 2015 leadership class included a hunt for property to build a new facility for the Boys and Girls Club and and laying the groundwork for a major fundraising event for leaders and navigating knowledge. As the groups meet for their projects, they are also taken on tours around the county of business government buildings and more designed to give them a better understanding of what makes Hancock County tick. And again, this article goes on to talk about what they're doing and the workshops they're having. So that's that. I just wanted to to tease those two articles and give my praise 
leadosophy gives it gives its praise to to the state of Indiana. It seems like these leadership programs are almost statewide now, from what from my research shows me. You know, I think one of the first ones was Hancock County, leadership Hancock County. And now if if you search these leadership programs in Indiana, there's a leadership every county almost, a pro a formal program that's put on annually, which is really awesome. So some final points on final analysis on these news articles and what I've discovered about these leadership programs, again, leadership programs that spill outside of the workplace. And I kind of talked about that on my last episode, that leadership isn't confined to the workplace and nor should it, nor should it be. I think one of my first points is it seems like these programs are keeping leadership as simple as possible and talking about leadership in simple terms, teamwork. What does it take for a team to, to function effectively? Communication skills, very, very simple things that when people come together and they work together to solve a problem, these skills can help them better achieve that or increase the chances that they may solve a problem. And I think there's, that's a good thing. My second point is, can we teach someone how to lead? I've talked about this on other episodes and there's probably some of this going on in the workshops, I wonder if these workshops are actually teaching people how to lead and what does that look like? So I've never been in one of these workshops. I'd be curious to know what this looks like. I'm always a little skeptical about teaching someone else how to lead. I think it's more of a process of self-discovery. Again, each one of us are unique. We each have our unique experiences, our unique personality traits, our unique characteristics, our quirks, whatever they may be. And I'm always, I always trend more towards that a certain situation will give rise to the type of leadership that may be needed. So a very specific context or situation will create the conditions that the leader has to adapt to rather than the leader forcing the conditions to adapt to the leadership style. So that's why I largely believe that leadership is kind of a self-discovery process because every new situation is unique and there's no, I don't think there's one cookie cutter way of, of showing or teaching people how to lead. But anyways, it talked about the, the, the workshop they do offer effective skills like communication and things like that, which again, best practices, you know, you can, when you tell stories, you know, we're, we're often the human condition is weaved together by stories and when we tell others about our leadership stories, successes and failures, maybe it helps build their knowledge level or builds their concept of what leadership may look like. And again, I don't see any downside to that. Another point that I took away was establishing webs of relationships. This is important, important not only in the workplace, but obviously in the community where people are living their lives. You know, people are going to work and they're spending six, seven, eight days you know, or hours a day and work, but they're living their lives within a community. So most of the testimonials, there was a, a few other articles that went back all the way into the early nineties. And I was reading some testimonials of people that graduated quote unquote from these courses. And they talked less about the leadership skills they learned. And they talked far more about the partnerships that formed the new people they met, the friends they met, the people that they are now connected with that they may have never even known had it not been for this, this leadership program or these leadership workshops. So that's really cool. Bringing people together. I, I always, 
it is my belief that the more interconnected we are, the more we're willing to work with people. You know, social media is the complete opposite. Take Twitter, for example. And I don't know if you're on, if you're listening or watching, if you're on Twitter, think of some of the, just the vile stuff that comes out on Twitter and it's, no one knows anybody. So you can just say some of the most random things, often in a very negative connotation. And there's no ramifications. You don't know that person you're talking to. You don't even know if it's a real person. So that's one of my my little quick anti-tirades or anti-quips about Twitter and social media. It's maybe not so much Facebook, maybe a little bit Facebook, but definitely Twitter where there's so much anonymity where you just don't know people and there's no relationships at all. Not even really superficial. It's just, like I said, a bunch of kind of nasty things that go back and forth. I feel that if you were going to say something negative to somebody on Twitter, there should be like a pause button. And then you should be forced to spend 15 minutes with that person in a room, get to know that person a little bit, and then see if you want to still say something or tweet something negative about that person or degrading. I'm willing to bet there'd be far less degrading comments on Twitter. Anyways, here we go. Uh, My fourth point on these newspaper articles is about working together to solve problems and better the human condition. Again, how best do we get from X to Y? What are our our obstacles and how how can we remove them or go around them? This is a lot of, you know, communities are a lot about problems that emerge, problems that are long lasting, How do we solve them? How do we make the place that we live a better place for everyone, for everyone? How do we make it more inclusive? And I think leadership plays a role in all of this, which is really cool. My fifth point is that many participants spoke of what they learned about their county. And I talked about this earlier, the history, the governing bodies. And I think what's important about this, it's about ownership and investment, investing in your community taking ownership of the problems in your community. And I think that's another common thread that runs through this, these leadership programs countywide in the state of Indiana is it's, it's encouraging people. It's not forcing them. These, these programs are voluntary, encouraging people to come in, see what these programs have to offer. And once they're there, then, then they can be shown what is your county about? What's the history of our county? I want to get to know my county better. And I think Again, this is the, the fabric that is weaved throughout the county and then county to county through Indiana. And again, bettering the human condition. That's what it's all about. Leadership can better the human condition. You know, when people lead and, and step up and they see a problem that's affecting a, maybe it's a small group of people or even a large swath of a community. How do we fix that? How do we work together to collectively solve this problem? Good stuff. All right, point number six. These programs more than likely increase the probabilities that organic leadership will emerge in the future. That, that's my belief. Again, if there were no program whatsoever, would you have less of a chance or a greater of a chance of, of solving or addressing or even not- noticing a, a community problem that's, again, that's been ongoing or even short-lived if these programs weren't in existence? People are now, what I imagine is people are going through these programs, they're now approaching their day-to-day life in their community with a very, with very proactive eyes. They're, they're walking around, they're more, 
They're more aware of their environment or within their community. They're looking for problems to solve. And I, I again, that's my, spe- I'm speculating there, but I, I think part of this workshop, even maybe a byproduct of this workshop is as people, when they go back out into their communities, they are looking for problems to solve. They're energized by solving problems. And I think that's probably a tribute to, to the program. Another thing that, I think these programs, it allows team members to flow back and forth between leader and follower. And I introduced a term here called functional leadership. I I taught this in the Coast Guard through team coordination training and risk management. Functional leadership, who steps up the plate will vary from situation to situation. Maybe Maybe in this one problem, this person might have more experience. Well, if the team moves to another problem, another team member may have experience in that area and kind of steps up or emerges to kind of take the lead. There's no formal designation. No one's saying, hey, you're the leader. Lead us to, to Y from X. No, it's just naturally happening. And I think is in the workshops when these teams are working together, they're probably getting a lot of that. Team lead role flows back and forth, maybe hour by hour as they're working on a project. And again, who steps up to lead the way will vary, and that's a good thing. And my final two points on these news, newspaper articles, and I'll close it out. The first point is these workshops are focusing on the micro rather than the macro. This is the bottom-up approach rather than a top-down approach. It is my belief, it is Tim's belief, that some of our greatest problems will never be solved by high levels of government. At the highest levels, it will always, they will always be solved bottom-up by the people in the trenches who are directly affected by a certain issue, by a certain problem, they must rally together and figure out how to solve that themselves. And it can be done. The, the humans have done some amazing things. And some of our problems, again, I think they can be solved with a bottom-up approach more than a top-down approach. And that's what these counties are doing in Indiana. They're, they're tackling issues from, from a county level, not necessarily a state level or a federal level. My final point as I close out, Leadosophy sees zero or near zero downside to having these pro- these programs. I mean, you have people that are maybe spending some time away from their job to go here, so they're taking some time out. There's maybe some costs involved to putting on these programs. But again, near zero downside. If this pro- if these programs help a team to form and solve a major problem in one county, it's a win. That's a win. So again, near zero downside for these programs. And again, Leadosophy is is happy that this is going on in Indiana. And I'm willing to bet this is going on in a lot of counties and different states in the United States. So those are my thoughts today. Thanks to newspapers.com for letting me use their site here to show some newspaper articles. Remember, Leadosophy is about using the tools of philosophical thought to deepen our understanding of leadership and of life. This is definitely one of those life philosophy of life type episodes, which makes me happy. All right, everyone. Thanks for watching or listening. We'll catch you next time. Thanks for watching and listening to another episode of Leadosophy. If you liked what you heard today, hit that subscribe button and check out leadosophy.com and learn more about Tim's ideas on philosophy and leadership. We'll see you next time.